Welcome to the CNL Podcast. <laughs> yes, yes. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Chris. Hey, what's up? It's your boy, Layton. And today we jump into the wacky world of tech as we use AI to create insane stories based on whatever we say. Let's get started. So, Chris, let me explain how this is going to work. I'm going to be your narrator. Um, with any role that isn't you, I will act out. You just go whatever uh, whatever you want to do, uh, and AI will do the rest. But the first thing I need from you is, who do you want to be? Who are you in this situation? I am. My name is Sawyer. I am seventy-seven years old, with an eye patch, and this is my first day ever going to the zoo. You are seventy-seven year old, and you're going to the zoo for the first time in your life. You've been dying to go there since you were a little girl. But your parents <laughs> always told you that it was too dangerous. I can't believe I'm actually going, you say. I go through the gates and immediately get shat on by a bird. Get shat on on my eye patch by a bird. <laughs> you enter the zoo with your wife and daughter. <laughs> the whole family is excited about this trip. They all know how much they want to see the animals up close and personal. You turn around and see a small bird shitting on top of your head. Its feathers are so tiny that if you didn't know any better, you'd think it was made out of cotton candy. <laughs> oh, the zoo is wonderful. What the? Oh, my God. It's in my eye. I grab a person's drink thinking it's water, but really it's vodka. <laughs> wow. With the kids, you're getting drunk. <laughs> no, I to wash my eye out because I got poop in my eye. Oh, I see. So my left eye, I just, I'm blind on my left eye now. Okay, let's see what this generates. You quickly grab a drink from one of the vending machines and try to rub it in your eyes to get that shit out. <laughs> Unfortunately, you don't get very far before you feel like someone has stuck their finger in your eye. You're in agonizing pain. <laughs> oh, oh, I'll buy I'll buy this vodka. I don't know what that is. Just rub it in my eye. <laughs> now you're in pain. Um, and your zoo trip is going down south. I don't know what you're going to do. This is your first time at the zoo. You were just trying to have fun. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, the, the night's not, the day's not over yet. That's true. That's true. I go to a carnival station where... Um, where I buy an eye patch to cover my damaged eye. Good idea. Now you're rocking two eye patches. <laughs> you're gonna be. You're really gonna enjoy the zoo. <laughs> you are not feeling well enough to take another step forward. Your daughter asks what happened, and you tell her that some guy threw something at your face. Smart move. T don't take the blame. Uh. Your daughter looks at you. As you buy an eye patch. That's weird, Dad. Why would anyone do such a thing? You look down at your hand and say, because he had no right to. <laughs> I grab my child and my lovely wife, and I head over to the tiger exhibit. I limp over to the tiger exhibit. Yeah, I'm really glad that you're limping, because I mean, your eyes are in pain. <laughs> you limp towards the tiger exhibit with your daughter. My leg! <laughs> Which seems it's your eye actually, but which seems to be filled with people. A man comes over to you and asks if you need help. 
Excuse me, sir. It looks like your eyes in pain and you're holding a child as you walk towards a tiger exhibit. Do you need any help? I push him away to get him to back off. As soon as I do that, I trip over the edge. My daughter falls and I fall into the tiger exhibit. What a tragic tale. <laughs> you tell the man to back off as you push him away. But in doing so, you had accidentally tripped into the tiger exhibit. You plummet to the floor and immediately feel dizzy. You hear screaming coming from inside the enclosure, and you start to panic. What's going on? What did I do? You're in the tiger exhibit, and you can't see. Uh, how are you going to get out of this? I sense their vibrations. I hear their growls. They start chasing after me. You run away from the tiger enclosure as fast as you can. You climb up the wall and rush out the door and make it outside successfully. But when you get outside, you find yourself surrounded by police officers who are shouting at you. What did you do? They realized that I kicked the tiger in the face to kill and I killed him. Oh my god, you, you, oh my god. I killed the tiger. <laughs> oh my god, wow, it's like Joe Exotic. and I killed the last and rarest Siberian tiger in human existence. And now, yeah, I'm, I'm handcuffed. You look at them and say, I killed a very rare tiger. They arrest you for animal cruelty and throw you in jail. After being locked up for several days and with no eyesight, you begin to hallucinate. <laughs> hey, what a trip to the zoo this has been. What do you, I mean, are you trying to break out? Well, I mean, I don't know what your options here are. I hallucinate that I've escaped jail, but only to find out that a bird has come in and has started to peck at my eye. <laughs> What a, what a sad ending. You think you're free, but you aren't. You wake up in your cell and realize that you've been dreaming about escaping this whole time. And you wake up to find that the water hitting your eye was actually a bird eating your eye. <laughs> you scream, run around the room, and collapse on the floor in tears. What a sad ending. Jesus. You're just, the end. I mean, for the audience... <laughs> You were a 77-year-old who wanted to go to the zoo for the first time in your life. Bird poops on your head. You're blinded. You're blinded again by alcohol. Someone challenges you. Then you're thrown into the tiger exhibit. And then you accidentally kill a tiger. And then you're in jail. And then a bird eats your eye. And then you collapse. Oh, my gosh. Well, I think we should end it there then. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a st that's a stellar start to this. Oh boy, try run, shall I say? <laughs> <laughs> Can you do any better with this second situation, Chris? I think I think I can. Here we go. This you? is gonna be this is gonna be amazing. Ready? I've been right to New York, and I'm in the free land, and now I'm looking for work. I'm poor and I live in the streets. I eat rats for a living. Wow. Careful. That could be unsafe. Nothing is safer or unsafer than COVID-19. <laughs> Trending. Okay. <laughs> you are from Jamaica. And the first thing you do in New York City is you ask the guy if he has any jo jobs. <clears throat> he says no. But there's a place where they sell drugs on the corner called Cigar City. Hey, look, if you wanna if you wanna work here, you gotta you gotta work at Cigar City. Everybody does it, you know. It's just 
it's just kind of how we do it here in the in the Big Apple. So what are you gonna do about that? You know the guy I my mother raised me better than this. Yeah. You understand? I I come from poor family. I come from poor. But you know what? I had to make it. I had to send money back to family. So you know what? I'll start to work and I'll deal the corner on Twenty First Street for three years. All right, three years and then I'm out. We got a deal. I'm not working for anything less than three years at Cigar City, you say. He smiles and nods, then tells you to go home. All right, piece of cake. Come tomorrow, get get the best job you ever had at Cigar City. Go go home, get some sleep. Starts Work starts 2 a.m. tomorrow at Cigar City. See you soon. Go, hey, tell your mother. When you get back to your apartment, you tell your mom what happened. What do you do? I tell my mom this story and she freaked out. She kicked me out the house. She's told me you raised me better. Get out of my house! I'm crying in my bed. <laughs> and then 2 a.m. hits and I realize I'm late to work. I get to the corner. I sell my first batch. The second batch comes along and I get robbed. Everything I had was stolen, including my underwear. <laughs> wow. You tell your mom. She yells at you. Saying that you cannot stay at her apartment anymore. She kicks you out of the house. You go to work. You walk into the drugstore and see a man with a bag over his head. He looks up at you and speaks slowly. What's your name? He asks. I tell him. My name is Rash. My name is Rash, you reply. Oh, Wait, that's not his voice. Oh, I see. The man shrugs and walks away. You continue to look around the store, trying to find something else to do. You are poor and have no money. I decide to rob the store. Nobody move. Nobody get hurt, see? I take all the mints that are behind the counter and I flee. And I run and run and run. Confused that the your intense to rob him did not work out as intended you decide to rob the store yourself you grab an entire box of mints and run out of the store a few minutes later you hear sirens and hear someone calling after you it's the police i know what you did i jumped down to the sewer and meet master splinter <laughs> you run down to the sewers avoiding the cops and everyone chasing after you and you go towards a small alleyway there is a rat running along it, and he stops when he sees you. Hey, what you doing? Get off my tail! The rat talks, in case you're wondering. I tell him I want to meet the Ninja Turtles. Whoa, slow down there! Nana boy, who are you? Where's your family? I'm going to meet the Ninja Turtles, you reply. <laughs> Very determined, might I add. I hold Master Splinter to gunpoint. <laughs> wow. And force him to take me to meet Raphael. <laughs> <laughs> you threaten to kill the rat and ask him to take you to see the Ninja Turtles, especially Raphael. No, 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 I don't know where they are. They're not even real turtles, the rat replies. It seems like he's challenging you. I slap Master Splinter. I kick him in the junk. I put him in a bag and I pawn him. Wow. You slap the rat and kick him in the balls. Stop being so stupid. You think I'm some kind of dumb rat? No way am I going to let you steal from me. The rat starts crying and runs off. He escaped your attempt to pawn him. 
darn, you didn't get to see the Ninja Turtles. This is once in my life. I guess that's where the story ends. I'm crying out wow. loud. So, um, just for the reference, you're from Jamaica. You're poor and eat rats. That's what we started out with. <laughs> um, uh, you got robbed. You worked at Cigar City. Your mother kicked you out of the apartment. You robbed the store. Only You only took the breath mints. Uh, you went to the sewers. You talked to a rat. The rat denied the existence of the turtles. The, I'm sorry, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He threatened to kill him. And then you kicked him in the balls. And then he ran off. And <laughs> you didn't get to find him. What a shame. What a shame. Not just that. I didn't even get to pawn the dang rat. <laughs> what, a, what a shame. Shit. All right. I think we have time for one last one. What do you think? Okay. But this time, I'm going to generate it for you. Okay, let's do I'm just it. Gonna, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to type the first thing, and then it's all you. All right. Here we go. Are you ready? This is what I created. You have no idea what I'm going to tell you. Here we go. You were okay. trying to figure out who killed your uncle's friend. You can only guess that it was a gang of teenagers, but you have no idea. What do you do? How are you going to figure this crime out? I go, I break into my uncle's friend's home to look. To trace back all the evidence. The idea is tempting. To break into your uncle's house and look for clues. But the more you think about it, the less likely it seems that you would even find clues in the first place. It would be like going back in time and finding out what happened to your mom when she was murdered by her boyfriend. What? So um, that that took a dark turn, but you also don't have a mom, and her boyfriend's in jail. But the the the, the criminal's still at large, so you, that's not going to work. You have to find another way to track him down. I go down to LAPD on a Sunday morning, sweat dripping down my face, scared shitless, because my uncle's friend was just murdered. I meet an officer named Rupert. How may I help you? And I tell him the whole story, and he looks at me like I'm a crazy guy. (laughs) You go to the police. You talk to the sheriff named Rupert. He doesn't believe you. No, I'm serious. I need help. You're so frustrated. The first thing you do is you call your mom from the grave. What is this Um, AI thing? Okay, no, the story... Okay, you're calling your dead mom. Mother, can you hear me? Nope, I can't hear anything. Your phone rings and you answer it. Maybe it's your mother. But then you remember, your mother isn't answering her phone anymore. She died last year. So why did she have to die before you could? (laughs) I picked up the phone, and it turns out that it's the guy who murdered my uncle. Hello? Uncle's friend. Good catch. You get a call from the murderer who killed your uncle's friend. A voice answers on the other end of the phone. Hello? Who is this, you ask? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. (laughs) He's a nice murderer. You have him on the line, though. You have him on the ropes. What are you going to do? You need proof. You need evidence. I ask him, where were you April 23rd at 5 p.m.? I'm only asking because I think you have a winning lottery ticket that was purchased that night. Broad daylight. (laughs) 
I, li- I, li- I like it. You're not you're not asking it directly. You're trying to get him into a, admitting it. <laughs> yeah. Where were you on April 23rd, 5 p.m., you demand? You may have won a lottery ticket. I was at my aunt's house. He's scared now. His voice has changed. And where were you on April 24th? At school. At school? He's young. He's given up his age. So this all lines up to teenager saying he was at school. You did originally think it was a gang of teenagers, but he hasn't confessed yet. He hasn't. I ask him, you have the winning lottery ticket. Where can I meet you and when? You ask him, where can you, where can you meet him and when? He, he stalls. You ask another question. What kind of person are you? I'm a killer. A serial killer. Are you sure you ask? Yes, I'm very sure. He's admitting to the crimes. He's killed more people. Oh my god, this is so juicy. Okay, what are you going to do next? He's confessed to all... He's, he's really opening up to you. All this time I've been tracking his phone. I know exactly where he is. I get. I pin his location. While I'm running to the location, I've called the cops. Now I'm face to face. You find the murderer and call the cops on the way there. You hang up the phone and start to panic. What if he knows everything? If you tell them now, they might arrest you immediately. You need to wait until later, when you're alone. In case no one understood that, you got the serial killer alone now. You walk down the street. You see a group of people talking to each other. They look bored, which means there must be something interesting happening in their lives. You enter an alleyway. You take a deep breath and exhale slowly. You feel like you've been holding your breath all day long. You stand in front of the man, the murderer who killed your uncle. You hold his hand tightly and say, I want to help you. He looks at you with surprise, then smiles. He says, thank you. (laughs) Now, is this a good cop, bad cop? Maybe we see some bad cop. I don't know what you're doing here, but. Are you ready? Yep. This is how we're going to end it. Okay. My eyes show happiness, but inside I have rage brewing up. As I lean in to hug him, pretending that I have forgiven him, I take out my Hello Kitty pocket knife. What? And stab him right in the kidney. (laughs) You are furious as you're about to hug him. You whip out your Hello Kitty pocket knife and stab him right in the kidney. You run away screaming. You don't know if he died or not. The end. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Ain't that something? I went from hunting a murderer to being the murderer. Uh, You know, that's just how life works sometimes. Well, that concludes the segment for this. Um... The, this AI is uh, something special, I'll tell you that. We went from... Selling drugs yeah. to uh, tracking Plus down your, your uncle's friend's killer. Yeah, this is um, this is intense. <laughs> what a life. What a life indeed. But do you know what time it is? Let me check what time it is. Oh, that's funny. I have an alarm about to go off. It's funny news time. That's my jingle. Did you like it? I just added it. Perfect. Funny news. Funny news. This is from Mirror in the UK. 
terrifying moment as corpse waves from inside coffin as it sparks buried alive fears amongst the general public. That almost sounds like an AI story to be H. <laughs> it really does. I'm not going to lie. What in the world? So this person was not dead. Well, let me explain. Haunting footage shows the moment a corpse appears the way from inside a coffin. It's an open-faced coffin, like there's glass. I don't know who wants glass in a coffin, but... The rich. They zoom in on the white coffin, and there appears to be a hand and fingers moving underneath. That's I'm looking crazy. At a, I'm looking at it. It looks like the hand is, like, moving. Just, like, like a general motion. Like, it's just, like, moving its wrist. Wow. I mean, I've, I've read uh, that this could happen before because... Um, has to do with your, you know, sodium and potassium levels still present and, you know, your nerves are still reacting and muscles and all that. But I, I mean, I thought it was all BS, but I, this is proof that it, it does happen. My question is, you're buried alive. What do you do to get out? Like, how are you going to get out of that? <laughs> you slightly move your hand and hope that you make it on mirrorless.com. I'm just picturing the scene where he was like, hey, um. In case I die, can I have like a big glass panel just in case you guys fuck up and like, um, you know, are you bury me by accident? I don't know. They're like, that's ridiculous, but sure, we'll do it. And then sure enough, he's frantically waving. And they're like, huh, I didn't Holy know the corpse crap. could move. And just like that, yeah. they lost their uncle's friend. <laughs> so, but this person was uh, dead, right? I assume. Um. Yes, I'm assuming he was dead. Um, but during the service, the priest was heard saying, I am the resurrection. Whoever believes in me, he will live even though he is dead. So it sounds like they hired the wrong guy. It sounds like they almost hired like a voodoo guy compared to like a priest. <laughs> oh, man. He did some voodoo stuff, I tell you. I mean, that is like, that's, there's so many things going on there. First of all, you're going to die because of starvation suffocation, dirt getting in your lungs, uh, boredom. That's the biggest thing I'm worried boredom. about. Yeah, read my mind. <laughs> Got my iPhone. I mean, also, you know, if you got to go number one, number two, like right in there, same spot. What do you, you do? Know? I don't know. But thankfully, most people who are buried there are dead. But you hear stories about people who like you, like they open up the casket and there's the claw marks inside. What? That's insane. It it was like it was like when people like were heavy sleepers back in the day, like middle ages, like they couldn't tell. Oh my god. Or they could have been drugged or it could have been a coma. I mean, um yeah. people come out of a coma. That is true. So wow. Wow. So yeah, just be careful, everyone. Um if you think you're gonna die, make sure you actually die. So there's no de no debate or zippy news <laughs> articles that or people click on. So that was my kind of funny news, but I wanted to kind of see if you had any funny news. <laughs> uh, mine isn't as crazy, Darn. but here it is. So this happened in uh, Virginia and in, in our home court, I guess, country, you know? Usually a lot of these stories have been in other countries, like in Europe. Yeah, you'd think there'd be more crazy U.S. stories just because like the U.S. is so big. Yeah. Well, this is from UPI, and I, I'm not sure if UPI is a 
an American news thing. But anyway, this happened in Virginia. This is the title. It says, alleged thieves wore watermelons over heads at grocery store. (laughs) And it's funny. It's a healthy snack, isn't it? Yeah, why not eat a healthy snack while you rob a place? So this is what happened. They It happened on May 6th around 9.25 p.m. Uh, it says the police department said two men wearing hollowed out watermelons as masks stole undisclosed items from a Sheets grocery store. <laughs> I, I just have so many questions. Like who thought that was a good idea? I don't know. But uh, on UPI, you can see their heads or you can see like the the camera footage and yeah sure enough there they are they have two little holes for their eyes they look like aliens that is i mean what okay well if you were getting robbed what would make you give your money up really quickly i think the watermelons i would just be like these people are not only like gonna rob me but they're also insane yeah they're i think the act of them wearing the watermelon heads is more scary than the actual being robbed have you like? But I gotta say, it's kind of funny. It is. Did, did they get the away with it? I mean, robbed. like, you could be like, you know, that could be your your kind of like your signature. And, and <laughs> your what is it? Mo. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, so like once, once you kill someone, if you kill someone, depends how serious you are. You take your own uh, watermelon head off and you put it on their head, and it completes the cycle. Oh, gosh. So it looks like um, that uh, the Melonhead suspect uh, were arrested. So Don't worry. They, they I, have really, been I was really hoping, you know, sometimes it's not good to root for criminals, but these guys, they really seemed like they had a lot of potential just with their clever ideas. And I really hope that they would be able to escape. But I guess I was wrong. I mean, yeah, if you think about it, a lot of people wear like a ski mask or some sort of Halloween mask. But these guys, they're wearing. I mean, this is this is out of the box. Like you might as well. I, I if I'm getting robbed by the watermelon guys, I might as well just be like, "Listen, you're a genius. You stood out. Take my money." Now this is a bit radical, but it's something that's crossed my mind. What? So you have masks. You know, you have those can be taken off. Yeah. Okay, but this is how you become the perfect criminal. Now, I don't know if this okay, is true or not, but I bet. They can't book you if they don't know who you are. So it sounds crazy. I know. I know. But your name is Chris, right? But what if you got a face tattoo that made you look like Michael Jordan? <laughs> so it's like a full face tattoo. It covers your face. Um, but they yeah. did a really good job. Hmm. I mean, What about fingerprints, though? You burn your fingerprints. I burn my fingerprints like with acid, you know. Yeah, like use... like in Men in Black when they like they wipe <laughs> the agent's hands. I mean, listen, if that could happen, you just gave the thieves out in the world. Oh, could... I hope there are no getaway thieves plan. listening to this. But think about it, celebrities, celebrities get away with a lot more stuff. I mean, you you hear like, oh, NFL star charged with this, and they're you know, they're back in the they're playing right away, you know. Yeah. Up, no, or they just pay a lawyer, and they're on like, unless that college admission scandal, they didn't get away with that. They are in jail. But are they? I haven't really kept up with it, but I think I know some of them pleaded guilty and are doing some time. 
And by that, I mean house arrest. There was lucky but people, house arrest and quarantine. That's the same thing as what I'm doing. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, so I should do crime. Know. No, I shouldn't. Uh, I shouldn't. I should. <laughs> well, let me know how that goes. Um, we'll see what Miranda has to say to the ankle bracelet. <laughs> oh, it's fashion. Um, I got it from got it from this store. <laughs> I, okay, now this is a, this is a little thing I saw related to ankle bracelets. But some person, they had their ankle monitor taken away because they couldn't afford to pay the payment for it. Oh, uh, hold on, I didn't know you paid for it. I think they charge it to you, kind of like um, like it's like a bail thing. I think that was included in the bail. Oh, so when the bounty hunters wow. came or whatever, they're like, "Oh, you can't pay. Sorry, we have to take take this off of you." It just seems so corrupt. I mean, really, you, they're paying for an ankle bracelet. I mean, I, I don't know. So he had it taken off, and so then I guess he wasn't. Under no one's seen him. How would they know? No one knows. No, I know. I imagine they figured something out. But <laughs> I just remember reading that title title once. I was like, "That's insane." Oh man! No, that is insane. I know I'm breaking protocol here, but I've had this story that I've wanted to tell for so long, and it's just never come up because I've either had another story or something else, and. I'd really like to Ooh. tell it to you. If we haven't shared personal stories in a while, man. Let me hear it. Okay, so my cousin, um, this has been a quite a year for him. Um, he's my youngest cousin. He's 18. And he's, yeah. he's had some bad things that have happened to him and some good things. Nonetheless, we've been corresponding, um, you know, as we do. You know, we're close. My family's close with each other. And I'd be texting him and stuff. Um, and... He, in January, he had actually gotten Lyme disease. Oh, wow. Pretty serious. And I had reached out to him, um, you know, and I said, dude, I'm so sorry about Lyme disease. I hope you feel better. Yeah. And, you know, he, you know, he's the youngest of all of our cousins. Uh, and he's, you know, he's not the most like energetic. He's kind of laid back. Yeah. And how old is he? He's uh, he's, he's 18 this year. Okay. So, you know, 17 year old, he didn't respond. And I was mm-hmm. like, really? Like I've texted you before. You're not responding. That's weird. Did you think the worst had happened? Um, No, but I thought, you know, maybe I texted him while he's in, like, he's recovering. He may be in the hospital, just bad timing. Right. So then he gets into college. So I text him. I was like, oh my God, dude, that's great. Congrats. So excited for you. Yeah. And when I texted him late at night, and you know how you know how you are, like you, you know, not you in particular, but people are like, oh, I'll respond to him, but you just don't get around to doing it. Yeah, you keep putting it off and then it, it, it gets too late. Yeah. Well, second time, no response. Oh. So twice he's ghosted. I have archive like we've we've talked before, what's going on? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's changed. Um, and then it was Easter, April. I had reached out to not only him, um, but a group chat that they were all in together. And I was like, listen, this is my last chance. If he's not going to respond to this, I, I, I mean, I almost it almost started to come like a game. I was like, why is this person not responding to me? But he's, you know, yeah. we're family. You can't get too mad. But anyways, I, I sent it all to my, my aunt, my uncle, and my two cousins. And I send it out. Everyone says everything. They're like, oh, you know, happy, happy Easter. Congrats. You know, 
you know, oh, yeah. we just hang out. Some, they're in Philadelphia, but they're like, oh, you know, we miss you guys and stuff like that. And then I get it. I get a text. Oh. From my youngest cousin. And I'm like, oh boy, let me open it up. And it says, who are you? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, hold uh, up. What do you mean, who are you? Like, you're in my f- my family's group chat. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean, who are you? I was like, that's, and I was like, okay, is this some kind of joke? And then it hit me. I was like, wait a sec. Is this is this his number? So I called my oh. aunt. I was like, can you tell him tell me his number? And she's like, it's this. And I look at it, and I was like, wait, I have two. I made two contacts with him. <laughs> one when he had a different phone and another one when he had another phone. Yeah. And I was texting oh, the old phone. <laughs> so this random guy is saying, getting texts from, dude, I'm so sorry you have Lyme disease. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I don't realize it's that. He was in, he was in, I said, Merry Christmas to him. I said, congrats on getting into college. So proud you're going to kill it. <laughs> You said happy Easter? And happy Easter. And then he's like, hold up. I'm in this random group chat. And this doofus messages me every every other like month about this dumb shit. I'm, I'm going to call him out. And it was so embarrassing. I blocked the number. But then, but then <laughs> I reached out to my cousin. And I was like, hey, I've been texting you for a long time, but it's the wrong number. He was like, that explains why you didn't say anything. Oh, man. You should have. Um, you didn't reply to his text of who are you? I was so mortified. I deleted the chat because, like, oh, man. He, he saw everything everyone else was saying too. I was like, "Oh my god, I brought a complete stranger into this." Oh wait, so you you made the group chat and you included his number yes. in it? Oh, every single mistake along the way, it was my fault. <laughs> wow, what if this guy's like a serial killer or something, man? Oh my god! But oh my god, it was it was probably one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. It, it's just like one of those moments you're like, oh my god, I'm such an idiot. It's all right. It happens it happens to the best of us. Have you ever had the moments where you're you know you're talking to like three people at once on your phone, and then you know you kind of get lost into who's replying and what, and you're kind of going three conversations, and then you end up sending like. One text message is supposed to go to this person, to this other person. You ever had that happen? I've had that happen several times. I mean, times. it's it's really happened on Snapchat a lot, too, where I'd be like, uh, let's say I send a photo of me doing a stupid face. Yeah. And let's, <laughs> let's say I just got someone's snap from, I don't know, work or someone I just met. And I meant to send it to my brother and their names are close. I hit it because it's like recent, right? So you hit it. And then you send it, and then I, I, just, I mean, what, what do you do? I send like, sorry, that wasn't for you. But then I just feel so rude when I say that. Yeah, but I also don't want them contact, or you know, I don't know. Maybe I said something, and not that I do, but I'm just saying maybe I said something that I was supposed to not tell them, or I don't know. Thank like, God, know, I hate like, this person. Sends it to this person. <laughs> or it's like I got a, I got this nasty rash here. <laughs> Here's and, a photo. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Down in the in the family jewels, so I don't. I don't Sorry, know. that's, that's, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> but see, the, what you oh, could do, send something weird. It'd be like, what? Double down on it. Say, sorry, that was for my dad. <laughs> then it makes even less sense. <laughs> yeah, it just makes it even worse. Oh man! All right. Well, um, before we wrap it up, you wanna? Do you have any recommendations for our listeners? Yes, I do. Um, I have so much to say, but I'm gonna keep this sweet and short. Short and sweet, as some other people call it. But 
<laughs> I just want to say thank you for everyone who's listening. Um, and, you know, leave us a review. You know, we have a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and six reviews. And not only just reviews, but we also have people actually leaving individual comments as well. And they are glowing. We have Instagram. That's bopping. Twitter's bopping. I mean, the time to jump on the party train is now. So just keep, bop, just bop. keep, just keep rocking the CNL um, and, you know, let the good times flow. So that was, that was my that was my recommendation. Any recommendations from you? Good, sir. That was great. And uh, thank you all for the support, really. But uh, recommendations, um, I second everything that uh, Leighton said. Uh, follow CNL Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. We're going to be posting that uh, that video shortly soon if people haven't seen it yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. This, this is in reference to the previous episode, which you should check out if you haven't. I don't know what you're doing. But um, let's just say someone gets punished. Um, we can't mention it. It's uh, we signed an NDA, um, but it's going to be bad. It's going to be wacky, um, but it's going to be on our social media as well. So check that out. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. One last thing, though, I did kind of splurge a little bit, and I bought. Um, uh, I mean, th- I-, I got a little pressure from my brother, but I I bought two inflatable kayaks. They're the Intex Explorer K2 kayaks. Uh, it's for two people. Uh, and I'm pretty excited. I mean, they have really great reviews. I'll probably, you know, at the end of next show or whatever, I'll let you guys if it's really good. But I'm excited for that. I'm um, excited to take that kayaking hopefully this weekend, man, if the weather's nice. Wow. I actually bought a back straightener. It's like a corset that goes around your back, straightens your posture out. So I'm going to look like an idiot, but my posture will be s- <laughs> s- super good. Well, you'll have to let me know if it I'll works. T- I'll take a photo of me just you know, super, super straight. You should do the challenge while wearing it. Oh, God. that's I don't think it's going to get there in time. Uh, I, I, we'll make do. <laughs> but anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening. It was a great show, and uh, we'll catch you next week. See ya.